0: Hey, this is Danny, and I want to welcome you back for another episode of Second Wind Wisdom. You know, I started this podcast because I wanted to be able to share some of the struggles in my journey toward recognizing and applying the wisdom that I picked up along the way. Now, some people keep a diary, but I just thought this might be a good way to reflect and maybe even give other people a fresh perspective. And some food for thought and today I want to talk about a topic that I've always struggled with and talking about it almost seems hypocritical because I've struggled so much with it and still do to this day but I'm gonna try and that topic is the topic of forgiveness because you know I've been known to skip out on attending events just because I didn't want to have to breathe the same air as somebody that I was mad at. Even if it was for something that had happened years before, and the other person probably didn't even remember what it was that I was mad about, or if I'm being totally honest, they may not even be aware that I was mad in the first place, because I've always been the type of person to avoid confrontation, and I had never even given them the chance to make things right. Well, guess what happened? They went. I bet they had a great time, and I sat home and I fumed about not being able to go, and blaming it all on them. Stupid. Stupid. Anyway, forgiveness is a pretty deep topic to try and tackle, but as I'm growing older, I'm finding that it's harder and harder to carry around all that extra baggage, and I'm always just looking for things to set down and try to lighten my load so let's talk about it you know when we talk about forgiveness we're talking about deciding to let go of negative feelings and resentment and anger towards someone else or maybe even toward ourselves for past wrongs and hurt and it's a conscious choice that we have to make because forgiveness doesn't happen by accident We have to set those emotional burdens down so that we can move forward toward healing and maybe even toward reconciliation. When we choose to forgive someone, we choose to recognize the harm and offense and the hurt that they've caused us and deliberately decide to let go of that anger and resentment and the desire for revenge. Now, we have to keep in mind that the act of forgiveness doesn't necessarily condone or excuse someone else's poor behavior. Forgiving someone is a way to find peace in our own heart and our mind, and is absolutely necessary if we hope to be able to move forward and maintain these relationships. And we need to be able to extend the same compassion and understanding to ourselves as we would to someone else. And we have to start by acknowledging our own mistakes, our wrongs and the regrets that we have, and then set aside self-blame and self-condemnation. We have to be able to forgive ourselves so that we can continue on our own journey of personal growth by being able to learn from all these mistakes without being weighed down by our own guilt and shame. And the flip side of granting forgiveness is having the ability to receive forgiveness. And it's important to be open to receiving it from others by acknowledging our actions and taking responsibility for them and by demonstrating genuine remorse. And this requires humility and a willingness to mend a damaged relationship by making amends and by showing a real commitment to change going forward. Now sometimes, forgiveness is a mutual process between people who've hurt each other. And both parties, in this case, have to acknowledge their role and to try and understand each other's perspectives so that they can work toward a resolution that allows for healing. And this process can lead to restoring the trust and hopefully to the possibility of rebuilding the damaged relationship even stronger than it was Beforehand. And on a broader scale, forgiveness can actually extend all the way out to collective or societal issues. And this would involve acknowledging historical injustices, conflicts, or systemic abuses, and being willing to work toward healing and reconciliation as a community. You know, ultimately, forgiveness offers us freedom by releasing all of the negative emotions that are associated with these past hurts. And it allows us to reclaim our power and to focus on personal growth and on maintaining healthier relationships and to have a more positive outlook on life. And it's not always easy. As a matter of fact, it's probably never easy because it requires introspection and empathy And to be willing to turn away from the negativity that prevents us from living our lives to the fullest. When sometimes, at least to me, my struggle is that it seems like some of my most precious belongings are the resentment and the hurt that I like to carry around with me like a security blanket that I can wrap myself up in anytime I want. And holding on to these grudges and this resentment really takes its toll. Physically, psychologically, and emotionally, the constant stress of all these negative emotions that are associated with holding grudges and hanging on to resentment causes chronic stress. It can burn through all of our mental energy and lead to problems with concentration, poor decision-making, And the inability to do problem solving or to deal with the normal ups and downs that are associated with everyday life and this affects how we interact with others and it leads to conflict and miscommunication strained relationships with our family and our friends and colleagues and constantly harboring all of these negative emotions can lead to self-isolation and the decision to just withdraw from social interaction because we don't want to drag other people down, or maybe because we fear being rejected because of our emotional state. Chronic stress can lead to a weakened immune system, making us more susceptible to illness and to slower recovery time when we do get ill, and it can contribute to increased heart rates, high blood pressure and an elevated risk of cardiovascular issues. It can disrupt our sleep patterns and not getting good quality sleep always makes things worse than they already were. Let's face it, negative emotions are a normal part of the human experience, but prolonged grudges and resentment just wears down our mental, emotional, and physical health. But if we can learn to let go of these emotions through forgiveness, then we can avoid a lot of this and we can enhance our relationships and hopefully have a broader outlook on life in general. Now, being able to talk about how important forgiveness is is one thing, but being able to do so is another animal altogether because forgiveness is a complex and challenging process and there are several obstacles that we have to overcome in order to achieve it. Probably the biggest obstacle that most of us will have is in overcoming the feelings of anger and resentment that we feel towards the person that we think caused us harm. Now, these emotions can be intense and they can make it really hard to forgive someone. And sometimes, when trust has been broken due to betrayal, we feel hurt and disappointment and the overwhelming belief that the other person doesn't really deserve our forgiveness. Another obstacle is the fact that in order to forgive someone, it might require us to open ourselves up and become vulnerable in the process. And this can cause us to fear that we're just setting ourselves up for future harm or mistreatment from that person because of it. And a lot of people may struggle to forgive because they feel like the wrongdoer hasn't faced the appropriate consequences. And this desire for justice can lead to a false sense of moral obligation to hold on to all those negative emotions until we feel like justice has been served. And most of us just have a difficult time empathizing with the other person's perspectives or in understanding their motivations. And without empathy, it's nearly impossible to see the situation from a more compassionate angle. Holding on to grudges can actually become intertwined with our sense of identity and cause us to subconsciously fear that forgiving someone means letting go of a part of ourselves or losing some of our own self-control. And in some circles, forgiveness may be even seen as a sign of weakness. And this, this just makes it hard to embrace forgiveness, especially if there hasn't been some sign of remorse or acknowledgement of the harm done by the perpetrator. And finally, there's fear of reconciliation, because a lot of people fear that if they forgive someone, that it also means that they have to reestablish a relationship that they may no longer want. But it's important to realize that forgiveness doesn't always necessitate reconciliation with the other person. Now, all of these obstacles are real, and they're all hard to overcome. And it requires self-reflection and determination and maybe even the help of a professional through therapy or counseling because forgiveness is a personal journey and it can take time and support to navigate through all of these challenges and eventually make our way to a place of healing and peace now we know what forgiveness is and we know why it's hard. But if we forgive, what do we get in return? Well, forgiveness can offer us a whole range of potential benefits that can have a positive impact on our mental and our emotional, maybe even our physical health. Embracing forgiveness can change how we perceive ourselves and our relationships and even of the world around us. And the act of forgiveness reduces negative emotions such as anger and resentment bitterness and letting go of these emotions frees up space for more positive things and letting go of grudges and resentment helps us to be in a better mood and to have a greater sense of well-being and less stress and anxiety and it can also contribute to a more positive outlook on life in general and provide us with a liberating sense of relief forgiveness lowers stress and lowered stress can have a positive impact on our physical health and it can reduce our risk from developing stress-related illnesses and it can improve our immune system and allow us to finally experience a good night's sleep. Forgiveness can also help to heal relationships that are strained or damaged by conflict or hurt by leading us into improved communication and understanding and trust And it can contribute to the creation of an environment that's conducive to productive and positive dialogue. And all of this hard work, along with the practice of empathy, can lead to stronger social bonds in general. And being able to forgive can have a positive impact on our self-esteem by freeing us up from self-blame and a negative self-perception. And can help us to be more resilient in the face of adversity because... We're able to let go of past pain so that we can focus on growth and positive changes going forward. You see, when we forgive, we're set free from the past. It allows us to let go of emotional baggage from past hurts so that we can live in the present and look forward to the future. A future that's not hidden behind the shadows of the past. And when we choose forgiveness, we also choose power power to regain control of our emotions and over how we respond to others. And this creates a ripple effect that extends beyond our own personal well-being. It impacts our relationships and our communities and society at large. You see, it may start off as a personal choice, but it has the power to not just help our personal growth and our own healing. It can extend ever outward to foster a more compassionate and harmonious world. Now the two key takeaways here are empathy and compassion. Both of these play a vital role in the process of forgiveness. And both are necessary so that we can experience understanding and healing. And it's these qualities that are fundamental to forging these deeper connections with our own selves as well as with others. You see empathy involves putting ourselves into the other person's shoes and trying to understand that person's feelings, perceptions, and motivations. And this understanding can help us to see the context in which the hurtful actions occurred and can give us a better perspective. And compassion extends upon empathy by not just being able to understand where the other person was coming from, but to recognize the suffering behind those actions and to have a genuine desire on our part to alleviate their suffering and to recognize that we all experience pain and we all make mistakes in response to it. And when we can practice empathy and compassion, we then start to see the other person as more than just a perpetrator. We see them as a human being just like us who's capable of making mistakes and of acting hurtfully from having to deal with their own struggles and circumstances. And all of this can provide for us a safe space to acknowledge and process our own emotions and to recognize all the times that we've hurt other people ourselves. And this can lead to healing and to compassion for our own self and to being able to let go of the emotional burden of holding on to not only resentment and grudges but to forgive ourselves as well. Now, I started out this episode with the admission that I struggle with this. And that's no joke. Man, I can hold a grudge like nobody else's business. And I'm passive aggressive. I spend a whole lot of time and energy on being resentful and on blaming my own unhappiness on other people's actions. But if I'm honest... A lot of the stuff that offends me and other people is not their actual actions themselves, but it's because they represent something that I see in myself that I can't face up to. It's either going to be something that reminds me of a trait that I have, or maybe it's because it exposes a lack of something in myself that I'm jealous of because they possess it. In other words, I'm harboring resentment and hurt over something that's not even being done to me. It's something that I'm doing to myself. But either way, I have to be able to forgive in order to move forward. I still have to be able to practice empathy and compassion. I may not even have to forgive them out loud. I might just need to forgive them in my own heart. Or more accurately, to forgive myself for holding them responsible for a deficiency or a fault of my own. Now, here's what I'm going to try to work on going forward. And I know Rome wasn't built in a day, but it would have never been built if somebody hadn't picked up that first stone and put it in place. So the first thing I'm going to do is work on my ability to empathize by taking the time to put myself in the shoes of the other person and to try and understand their perspectives and their motivations so that I can see their side of the story and where they're coming from. And I think if I can do that, then I'll have a better chance of dealing with the fact that everybody makes mistakes because of their own struggles. And this might help to alleviate some of the hard feelings on my part and make it easier for me to forgive and move forward. And while I'm working on forgiving others, I'm also going to try to exercise a little compassion toward myself as well. Life's a struggle. And sometimes it just gets the better of us. And that's okay. I think if I can be a little kinder to myself, then that may make everything else just a little bit easier. And I think I'm going to try to treat practicing forgiveness, whether it's forgiving someone else or forgiving myself, as sort of an exercise program. You don't get into shape all at once. You have to start out small. And over time, as you get better and stronger, then you can challenge yourself more and more. So I think if I start off with the little things, then over time, I'll get better at it. So guys, I hope I haven't been too preachy today. But what I want to carry out of this and what I hope that you will spend some time reflecting on, Is the fact that the act of forgiveness works both ways. And while, on the one hand, forgiveness is a charitable act, but on the other hand, it's a very selfish act. And I mean selfish in the very best sense, because it can set us free from the burden of the past so that we can enjoy our lives more fully in the present and anticipate the future. With joy and not with dread. Hey, don't forget, you can always reach out to me via email or Facebook. The email address is secondwindpodcast.reply at gmail.com and the Facebook group is called Second Wind Podcast. I really want to hear what your thoughts on this topic are and I'd like to hear any ideas that you might have for a future episode. And please, ask you once again, share this podcast with other people that might like it because I'm trying to build my audience and I can't do it without your help. And I just want to thank you for spending some time with me today. And I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you next week. And until then, stay well.